96.7 Sports presents the New Wave Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show. A complete rundown of all tonight's high school football action. The New Way Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show is brought to you by Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton, Culver's, Next Gen Chiropractic, DMAC Carroll Campus, Gatorade, distributed by Pepsi Cola Bottlers, Mackie Motors in Lake City, Stein Seeds, Roselle Mutual Insurance, and by the Audubon Recreation Center. Now, let's get you the scores from all tonight's action. Well, it's not the normal crew here for the New Outer Group Scoreboard Show, but I guess we got a pretty awesome crew on hand here today. Myself, my Tyler Bruner, and over next to me, Mr. Nick Briggs joining us here on the show. Nick, welcome to the Scoreboard Show, man. It is good to be here. I have not co-hosted this show in, I think, six years, maybe. Wow. So it's uh, it's good to be back. We've got Bruner and Brinks. They might call that the B team, but there we're, we go. we're a big upgrade over Jeff We Arnold. are. I, you uh, know, we sh- I, we're going to call ourselves the A team tonight. I, I, I got to agree with that, honestly. Um, we're going to kind of hit the ground running here today, just because we got Sean Burks on the line. We'll get him in here in just a few moments. Um, let's give you a rundown of the scores, because it's a special playoff edition of the show here today. A lot of scores we're going to go through. Um, we'll go through each of the eight-man uh, scores with Burks here in just a few seconds. Um, we'll start with the, the Class 1A playoffs, or actually, do we want to go backwards? That seems kind of fair to go backwards. I guess first off, let's just lead off with Kemper Falls tonight. They do. They were our lone lone school left, and a tough draw. We, we've talked off-air, mm-hmm. one of the best two seeds having to play up against one of the best one seeds right off the bat. We were hoping that could have been a quarterfinal matchup. Instead, it was a round of 16, but West Sioux uh, runs over Kemper tonight, 45-7, and that yep. game was close at halftime. It was 14-7. Kemper had yep. some chances early. Second half, things just kind of spiraled out of yeah. control, and West Sioux pulls away to win it there. But, yeah, Kemper falls tonight, and their season ends with an 8-2 and two record. Yeah, you know, in such great a great year, though. Yep, exactly. Great, great year for the Kemper Knights. In a year where they're coming off a record last year, maybe not favorable, they come in this year. They ended the regular season ranked. They came into the playoffs a nice win um, over Emmitsburg to start off the playoffs. And West Sioux's no joke. They're, they are a perennial power in the last few years in uh, Class 1. 1A. If people remember the name Hunter Deckers, that's the quarterback that they had not too long ago from their state runs back in 2017 and 2018. Um, let's just stick with Class 1A just because we're talking about them. Uh, Nick, how about you run, run over those scores? Yeah, so we've got the eight matchups in Class 1A. Pod A, Kemper Falls at West Sioux, 45-7. One of two road teams to win tonight. Last week, Class 1A was all chalk, all yep. home teams winning tonight. We do get two road teams winning, including Western Christian, 49-27. So they will get West Sioux next week, a rematch uh, that turned out to be the district championship battle for those two teams earlier this year. Uh, Western Christian over Applington Parkersburg, 49-27. In pod B, MFL Marmac takes down Dyke New Hartford, 28-6. West Branch over Columbus Catholic, 27-14. In pod C... Our first of a couple overtime mm-hmm. games tonight. Uh, Sigourney Kyoto takes down Mediapolis again in overtime, 20 to 14. They scored first and then uh, held off or made a stop on Mediapolis's possession. Van Meter blanks Woodward Granger, 42 nothing. And in Pod D, the other road team to win tonight, mm-hmm. Pella Christian over South Hamilton, 38 30. In what was the closest game outside of the overtime game for Sigourney Kyoto, uh, Pella Christian wins tonight, and then. Underwood shuts down ACGC, a final of 62-14 to there in Pod D. 
We'll try to roll through these scorches so we get Sean Burks here on the show. Uh, HMS gets past Hinton here tonight in Class A, Pod A, by a final score of 46-27. Woodbury Central steamrolls past Galen Catholic 48-7. North Lynn getting past Newman Catholic 28-14. They hold on, not scoring in the second half, but hold on to a 28-14 win. West Hancock defending state champions defeat Wapsie Valley 16-9. East Buchanan gets past Alburnett 57-21. It was Grundy Center getting past... Columbus Catholic 41 to 7 Pod D HSTW getting past Southwest Valley 35 to 14 and Linville Soli defeats Mount Air 62 to 33 and Nick if you want to get us for Class 2A in Class 2A Central Lion George Little Rock everybody talking about Central Lion George <laughs> Little Rock they win over Clarinda tonight 42 to 16 at home Westwood Lion at Green County picks up a road win 43 to 7 for West Lion. Pod B, another road team. We had five road teams win in Class 2A yeah. tonight. OABCIG at Osage. They take, uh, the Falcons win that one, 34-22. Spirit Lake at home over Clear Lake, 43-21. Pod C, close game here. We had a few close ones in 2A. Mm-hmm. Crestwood of Cresco, they take down Wacon, 20-18. Wallert Catholic of Dubuque, another road team, takes down West Marshall, 21-14. In Pod D, Centerville hangs on to win by one, 28-27 over Monticello. And Williamsburg with the biggest blowout of the night in Class 2A over Mid-Prairie of Wellman, 63-7. Go to Class 3A. We're talking more Carroll's District. We'll, of course, talk with uh, head coach of the Carroll Tigers here soon in the show. Kind of give his thoughts on how the game shook down. But in Class 3A, Pod A, Harlan, defending state champions, they get past MLC Floyd Valley 42-7. to It's Nevada over Sioux Center 10-7, a very uh, low-scoring affair, but Nevada wins that one. Pod B, it is Mount Vernon over Central DeWitt 23-9. to Solon, semifinalist from last year, they get past West Delaware 42-18. to Another semifinalist from last year in Pod C, Humboldt defeats Hampton-Dumont 39-0. Independents get past Benton Community 20-7. Seven in Pod D, it's ADM blanking out Grinnell, fifty-six nothing, and North Polk defeats Creston, fifty-two to twenty. Let's go to four A, Cedar Rapids Xavier over Cedar Rapids Washington, forty-four to seven. A road team winning Indianola over Bondurant Farrar, thirty-five thirteen. That was Pod A and Pod B. A couple home teams with convincing wins. Waverly Shell Rock takes down Fort Madison, forty-nine-seven. North Scott. Uh, upends Epworth of Western Dubuque, 38-15. For Pod C, here's a blowout. Lewis Central over Lamar's 60-7. Glenwood at Spencer, a road team with the win tonight. Glenwood winning 38-26. In Pod D, Iowa City Liberty over Webster City, 24-14. And it still blows my mind that Webster City is Class 4A, <laughs> but that is uh, beside the point. And then Carlisle by 20 over Newton, 48 28. 5A, let's take us home. Yeah, 5A, let's take us home before we get to Class 8, man. In Pod A, it is Dowling Catholic destroying a Devonport West 35 to nothing. Walking Northwest gets past Cedar Rapids Kennedy in a very low-scoring affair, 9 to nothing. In Pod B, it's Southeast Polk, the defending 5A state champions get past Ames 49 to 3. Cedar Rapids Prairie defeats Lenmar Marion 50 to 28. 
In Pod C, it's Ankeny getting past Sioux City East 17-0. Ankeny was a 4A state champs back in 2020, state runner-ups last year. Uh, still waiting for a score on the Johnston-Iowa City game. Last time we saw, they go to overtime 31 apiece. Iowa City, City High had a 31-yard field goal. That was not good. That sent them to overtime. Valley, a semifinalist from last year's 5A uh, uh, brackets. They win 15-10 over Pleasant Valley. And finally, Cedar Falls defeats Ankeny Centennial 14 to 10. And I think we, we saved one of the best classes for last, in my in my opinion. But let's welcome on the coach who's been so patient with us this entire time, head coach of the Audubon Wheeler, Sean Burks. Sean, we talked about it before we got you on. We get to have some fun tonight, man. Yeah, looking forward to it. I'm not riding the bus trying to get service or worried about <laughs> stats. I mean, trust me, I, I, wish, I wish we were still on the bus tonight, but right. it's just a different different vibe. Absolutely. Well, Coach, uh, it's great to get your expertise nonetheless on these games. Um, I, I think maybe the usual sp- suspects won tonight, um, but we're just going to get kind of your rapid-fire thoughts on all of these games um, and just kind of get your expertise on each of these teams. We'll start in Pod A. Uh, Rems and St. Mary's, West Bend Mallard, Rems and St. Mary's, a, a perennial power and eight-man. They win 42-16 to tonight. I, I don't really think there's any surprises there. Uh, no, just the fact that I gave up 16 points. It's about <laughs> half of what they've given up in the first nine weeks combined. So I thought they were up 22-0 at half and kind of, um, you know, didn't totally run away from them. So I, know, I think Weston Mallard is a pretty good team. So kind of pretty much what you expected from the number one seed. And then we move on to another team, uh, a very anticipated matchup in, in Pod A, um, maybe one of the best in, in eight-man here tonight. There's a lot of close games, but this was an exciting one. Uh, GTRA West Harrison, West Harrison been running a muck in their district, um, and GTRA too, but GTRA comes away tonight 28-12. to um, The thoughts on that, because West Harrison, coming up to this point, was looking like a team that could have made uh, a deep run in the playoffs. Yeah, I think you know West Harrison's a team that has a really nice story. Uh, they were, you know, they're our district champ. They're undefeated, um, but at the same time, I think uh, if you look at some of the scores, you know, deep down, you know, they had a, a close victory over us. They had a close victory over Xyri HK. They had a tight victory over KM. They found a way to win a lot of tight games, you know, but they weren't, uh, you know, running away with games and blowing them out. So you, you thought tonight would be a pretty good game, and again, it was eight to six for a while. It was fourteen twelve for a while. They've just been in a lot of those tight games. You kind of assume they find a way to win, but uh, GTRA is, uh, from what I've gathered, pretty darn athletic. They've got they've got they run some tough concepts, and just maybe there's a little bit too much for West Harrison to overcome. And you know, those kids probably in a pretty big situation. You know, not a lot of playoff games have been played in either of those communities recently. Um, so I'm sure it was a fun atmosphere for, for everybody involved. And GTRA wins, and now they get shipped over at Rems and St. Mary's <laughs> next week. So. Uh, that's a, that's a tough draw for a team that's playing really well. All right, and how about Pod B? We've got Lennox topping Cam tonight, thirty-four to fourteen. Cam obviously on the road there, uh, a team you know very well in Cam. Yeah, that was the other team in our district still alive. So our district went zero two. Uh, they're done tonight. Lennox is playing a really good brand of football right now. They're physical. I think they were up twenty-two or something like that to zero out of the, at halftime, maybe even so. I think they've kind of imposed their will a little bit on Cam tonight. Uh, you know, and they just came off a victory two weeks ago over Fremont Mills where they uh, shot out their offense as well. So Lennox looks like they must be the real deal, and now they've got a rematch with Fremont Mills next week. Winner gets to go to the Dome. Yeah, and then Fremont Mills tops Southeast Warren, so a Southwest Iowa team there. Uh, Fremont Mills, one of two 38 to tw- or 30 to 28 finals in eight man. We'll talk about the other one in a little bit, but 
Uh, a close one there. That one looked like a coin flip near the end. Yeah, we were kind of keeping. I was kind of keeping tabs on that in my coach group chat. I know several guys were listening to that game. <laughs> it's two teams we've played. Those are our two non-district opponents the last two years. So they both beat us this year, and we beat both of them last year. They're two. Coach Rollins and Coach uh, Ernst, or Ernst are two guys I talked to quite a bit throughout the year. So it's unfortunate they had to go up against each other. Um, and Fremont Mills was back in the quarterfinals, ho you know, home, rinse and repeat, you know. And so it'll be interesting. You know, Lennox got their number a couple weeks ago, but I think they were pretty injured and beat up. Um, so they're getting healthy. Yeah, you, you just those kids have been in those games. They know what those moments are like. And, and if I have that revenge factor. Um, you know, if, if Lennox is overlooking Fremont because they already took, took it to him two weeks ago, that could be a, a dangerous trap spot if you're if you're counting your eggs before they hatch to in a situation like that. So that'll be a that'll be a really interesting quarters game next week. Coach, we move on to to Pod C here. Uh, two teams that I think everyone who plays Ant Man football has heard way too many times. Surprisingly. In the round of 16, we got these two teams here, but Newell Fonda, Don Bosco, Newell Fonda wins tonight 35-10. to um, Both teams, as you and I know, are, are powers within Class 8-man, uh, but Newell Fonda looks to be kind of getting back to shape and, and get past a perennial power in 8-man. Yeah, I think that's probably the score across the state to open tonight. Uh, Newell Fonda's good. Um, you know, they lost by 40-some to Rims and St. Mary's. That game kind of got away from them, and I think people started to maybe count them out and kind of assume they'd have to run back through Rims. And, um, so when they got shipped across Highway 20, I don't think they were probably very mad. I know Coach Wilkin has said he repeatedly, you know, at years that they get shipped east, they've, they've had some of their deepest runs. And here's a chance again to do it. So, uh, you know, they were trailing in the first quarter. I think they were even trailing at halftime, and then, I'm not mistaken. I think they rattled off the last 28 or the last 35 in that game, and I think they pitched the second half. I'm pretty confident they pitched the second half shutout tonight. So they must have really figured some things out. And Coach Wilkin does such a good job. I mean, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer for a reason, and I'm sure they had a good game plan and made some adjustments, and they figured it out. So uh, they're uh, they're a scary team going into the next week. That's for sure. Yeah, another team from that pod, or the other game in that pod, Coach. Uh, very, very close game between Gladbrook, Rhinebeck, Turkey Valley. Uh, Gladbrook, Rhinebeck held a 24-22 lead at half. It stayed close throughout the entire game. Uh, ended up a 30-28 to final in favor of Gladbrook, Rhinebeck. Um, not too sure. I don't know those two teams very well, but from what you have gathered, Coach, um, is it a surprise that game was so close, or did it kind of, that's the way it was supposed to kind of shake down in that, in that game? Yeah, that was pretty much a coin flip tonight, I think, uh, I, I predicted Gladbrook would win that in our, in our little group chat competition with my coaches. Uh, humble brag there, but it, it, of our eight coaches, I think we were probably four and four in that game. I think it was pretty much a coin flip tonight. Uh, Coach Olson, uh, great guy over there. Um, he took part in the Shrine Bowl the year before I was there, so I kind of picked his brain. And he's a guy I've talked to on the coaching circuit a little bit at clinics and stuff. But that coaching staff is it's phenomenal. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see them pull out a victory. Um, they were able. They were in Don Bosco's district, so they were the runner-up, and they they lost like a three-point game to Bosco for the district title a couple weeks ago. So I, I knew they must have been pretty good, and now uh, here they are in the quarters. And Gladbrook and Noah Fonda will be a, a, a well-coached, a physical. It'll be a, a really good brand of football on display. Whoever gets to the dome will have definitely earned it. I think between those two. Before we move on to Pod D, both road teams winning in Pod C, so Newell Fonda and Gladbrook Rhinebeck. Do you think either coach went into tonight thinking we might have a home playoff game next week? 
I think so. I think that district was definitely the biggest toss-up. Bosco, um, you know, hadn't been playing great football recently. Some of their scores hadn't really jumped out. And the fact that Gladbrook kept it close with them, Newell's only loss was to a really, really good Remsen team. And Turkey Valley is, is you know, had, had some pretty good success this year. I think their only loss was to Bosco as well. So I, I'm not, I think that was probably, that district was kind of a toss-up in, bo- in both games a little bit more than people thought maybe. I don't think people saw Newell running away with that game, but I, I don't think people would have been absolutely shocked if they won it like they did. And then obviously that other game was kind of a coin flip. So uh, that, that was probably the toughest district to predict, and I think you'll have another really tight game next week. And then in Pod D, two teams that Audubon met up with in the playoffs last year, both winning tonight, Montezuma over Easton Valley 60-38, to and Waco takes down Central City 48-12 to there. So uh, the two teams that you played on the way to the Dome last year getting wins here tonight. Yeah, you know, Easton Valley, uh, I think their quarterback got hurt in the season opener when they escaped with a victory over Bosco, and I think, if I heard right, I think they're right, they're or backups to let them the rest of the season got hurt last week early in the game against BGM. So they were down to their third-string quarterback, so they're really too bad. Um, but Montezuma's playing some pretty good ball right now as well. That was a tight game. I think Easton got up 30-7 to seven, uh, before kind of the wheels must have fell off or something. I was checking scores. All of a sudden, Montezuma really started rolling um, and, and ended up running away with that game by multiple scores. So... Uh, and then obviously the other game with Waco, uh, they're probably the biggest biggest contender to, to knock off Remsen, I would guess. Um, people are kind of predicting a, a Remsen from the west and a Waco from the east. And there, there's a lot of football to be played anywhere between there. But Central City is a pretty good team that lost, you know, ran a tough district schedule as well. Um, so for them to run away with it against a, a tough Central City team says a lot. Uh, so Waco, Waco will be will be a really tough draw for Montezuma. Montezuma's playing pretty good right now, but I think Waco is probably a whole new level from what they played. Montezuma's in a district that's had a lot of passing, a lot of high scoring. Uh, Montezuma's going to come in and just punch in the mouth, and, and that, that trip down to Waco next week will be a tough draw. So when you look at it, you know, Remsen hosting GTRA, uh, Remsen's going to be really tough for GTRA to stay with. Um, Lennox Fremont Mills game, I think, will take about 45 minutes with about two total pass attempts, two really physical teams. The Newell and Gladbrook game is pretty, pretty darn interesting. Two really successful coaches, really successful programs, and then the, the Waco Montezuma. You're kind of, kind of a spread finesse, throw it a little bit. Pretty explosive Montezuma team against the Waco team that's, you, that's really going to make the pads pop and really be physical and, and fly around and hit you. Um, you know, if, if I was, a, if I was a betting man, I, I would say Rems and Waco will be pretty strong favorites in the other two games. People will probably think Lennox is a, a really good favorite based on their rematch, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put that one past Fremont Mills to, to really compete. And that, that Newell Fonda Gladbrook game I think is uh, is going to be a doozy as well. That'll be, that that could come down to whoever has the ball last. So I think you'll have a couple of really good quarter games next week, and who knows? You know, I don't think a lot of people saw Bosco losing by 25 tonight. There's always funny things that happen, and especially Nate, man, you're one injury away from from something totally changing. That's what happened to Easton Valley tonight, and uh, we know we know that firsthand, you know, in, in eight man, a lot of times your quarterback or your running back or your linebacker, whoever it might be, all of a sudden one guy goes down, and it's just it's not just next man in an eight man football for most of these programs. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, no matter the size of the eight-man school, I mean, it's always smaller programs. One guy goes down, and it's uh, it's hard to see because it's you could have one guy who's your main guy as your running back or your quarterback, and it's it's hard to recover from that. But uh, coach of one last question before we let you go for the night uh, of those teams, you kind of gave a broke uh, a breakdown. Waco. Noel Fonda is kind of one of the big ones there. Remsen, of course, is looking to keep on their dominant streak. If you had to pick early on here, I know we're getting into the round of eight next week, but if you had to pick kind of a state champion here, who's kind of your outlining favorite? I mean, you've played a lot of these teams. You've seen a lot of these teams over the years. What's kind of Who is your kind of pick early on here going into the round of eight? I, I think you have to leave it to Remsen uh, for now. I think they've had probably the the most explosive team. I mean, they hung 70-some on us, so we saw that firsthand. We're a little bit biased, and but those kids also have really big, you know, have a lot of big game experience. Um, you know, they've, Rems, the, the, you know, the last three years, they've gone um, semifinal, championship, semifinal. So these, there's not a single kid on their roster that knows what it's like to end their season anywhere but indoors, and that's valuable, and and they're just they're senior heavy. They're they're loaded all over. There's there's not a real weakness. Uh, Waco Waco's a team that I think is is really really physical, and and they could shorten the game a little bit. If those two would play in a state title, it'd be really really interesting. But I would say those are probably it's probably Remsen as the one, Waco as the two for now. But um, we'll see. I've been wrong before, and I'll probably be wrong this time too. No, absolutely. It's a game of football. You don't know unless you're playing. That's what we're going to be doing next week in the round of eight. Coach, thank you so much for spending some time out of a Friday night when you didn't have to. We appreciate kind of your wisdom in the class of eight, man. Um, you know, this is kind of our last show, so we just want to kind of say on air, thanks so much for everything you've given us this entire season, for staying up late, for surviving some of those bus trips with uh, not-so-good cell reception. Um, and we appreciate you again kind of staying up and uh, talking with us here tonight. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Again, that is head coach Sean Burks of the Audubon Wheelers joining us here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come on back, and we will bring you an interview with head coach Corey McCarville. It's coming up next here on KCIM and Kick 106.7. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. When you buy from a local business, like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. We are back on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show talking about Class A with IKM Manning's head coach, Corey McCarville. First off, Corey, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, did you have yourself a good evening enjoying some high school football from around the state? Yeah, it was interesting. I followed, I followed some games online and kind of keeping an eye on the scoreboard. And, you know, I think it was a really nice night for football for those teams that were still playing. So it was interesting to watch, watch from afar. 
We appreciate you spending some time with us on this Friday night. Let's run through the scoreboard, and then we'll get your take on uh, maybe all eight of the matchups or at least some of the ones that stick out to you. But here are the Class A scores tonight. We had seven home teams win and one road team pick up a victory tonight in this second round. HMS tops Hinton 46-27, to Woodbury Central over Galen Catholic 48-7, to those two in pod A. In pod B, North Lynn wins by a couple touchdowns, 28-14 over Newman Catholic, West Hancock over Wapsie Valley 16-9. In pod C, our lone visitor winning tonight in Class A, East Buchanan over Alburnett 57-21, Grundy Center runs away with it over Columbus Catholic 41-7. In pod D, AHSTW wins by three scores over Southwest Valley, 35-14. And our final, Class A final of the night, Linville Sully takes down Mount Air, 62-33 in one of the higher scoring games around the state tonight. Corey, of those eight, does anything stick out to you or the fact that both uh, or uh, at least, uh, you know, most of them went pretty chalk as far as the home team winning by multiple scores, with the exception of East Buchanan winning by 36 over Alburnett as a road team. Anything in there stick out to you, Coach? Yeah, the score that I thought was interesting was the Linville Sully score. I mean, I know Linville Sully is a very physical football team. I think they're a very solid football team. I was Honestly, I was surprised at the score. What was there, over 90 combined points in that game? You know, that's... I'm surprised that Linville Sully gave up that many points because I know that they're, I've watched them on tape. Uh, when we played Ogden earlier this year, one of the tapes that we watched is Ogden and Linville Sully. Um, you know, I, they're, I think they're a really good football team. Um, I'm surprised they gave up that many points. Um, you know, obviously I was keeping an, an eye on the Avoca AHSTW um, score. You know, they're in our, in our conference. You know, we played them first game of the year. Um, you know, they, they're in, their entire team has done a great job this year. They got a really good staff. You know, Coach Harris and Coach Holst are, are really good guys and they're really good football coaches and they, they have a lot of really good athletes right now. And, uh, you know, I think they're playing really good football. Um, I, I was keeping an eye on the Woodbury Central score. Obviously they were in our district. You know, they won our district. Um, I know yet again, the, the Clunder kid at quarterback for them is very good. Um, you know, the, the McGill kid at running back is very good. Uh, it's just interesting that you know we have two teams on our in our on our schedule that they both very well could make the dome. It, it was just interesting watching those scores. HMS tops Hinton forty six twenty seven. Did you know anything about those two schools up in Northwest Iowa? Not as much, um, you know, not as much. I know I, I got to watch some Hinton tape last year. Um, I know they, you know, they're very very physical up front. I don't know them as well. Um, you know, I one of just thinking and looking at the scores. One of the things I I think is interesting is, you know, you get into late October and uh, a lot of times the weather starts to play a factor. So many of these teams throw the football quite a bit. You know, Woodbury Central throws the football quite a bit. Avoca throws HSCW. They throw the football quite a bit, and uh, they absolutely had a gorgeous night for football yet again tonight. You know, you know. Uh, you know, no weather to speak of, no wind to speak of. So I wonder if that was a factor in some of these games that a lot of these throwing teams, they can still throw because the weather's still nice. Yeah, and on the other side of that, the teams that like to ground and pound run the football. They were probably hoping for a nice cold, maybe a wet, rainy, and maybe throwing some snowflakes too. Uh, they did not get that, though, did they? <laughs> no, they, no, they did not. It's always interesting once you 
get into the playoffs in Iowa, at the end of the day, you still got to be able to stop the stop the run and run the ball at the same time. So it's just interesting to keep an eye on those scores. One other one, uh, the closest game in Class A tonight, also the lowest scoring game in the class, West Hancock over Wapsie Valley. I saw you guys play at West Hancock in a playoff game a few years ago. Um, I'm pretty sure they're probably running that same ground-and-pound style of football that, as they did then. Oh, absolutely. You know, they they uh, they do a great job of running the wing tee. Uh, you know, we played, in, we played them the year that they won a state championship a few years ago, and we... Uh, you know, we gave them a good game that night. Um, but, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. They're very physical. Um, and with both those teams and both their styles, I'm sure the the, the offensive possessions were fairly limited. So, uh, But, yeah, I know West Hancock, they've done a great job for a long time. And then, as I mentioned a little bit, the uh, only road team to win tonight in Class A, East Buchanan over Al Burnett. And it wasn't particularly close, fifty-seven twenty-one. Did you know anything about those two teams to talk about how how surprising or maybe not surprising that result could have been? No, I, you know those are those are teams that are you know they're quite a they're quite a distance from us. Uh, you know I know that they both have a a little bit of tradition, a lot of success. You know I will say going on to the playoff, going on the road and trying to win a playoff game on the road. Is quite challenging. Um, I know one of the other things that a lot of schools we've, we've talked about. You know, a lot of schools have parent-teacher conferences this week, so a lot of times the kids do not have school. On, or, you know, a lot of a lot of places didn't have school today. Like I came in, we didn't have school today because our it's our comp day for parent-teacher conferences, and I always think that sometimes is a factor as well as kids kind of get out of that routine. So I think that even kind of makes it going on the road sometimes harder. We're talking Class A football with IKM Manning head coach Corey McCarville. Before we let you go, let's look at the pairings for next week. And I, I don't have in front of me necessarily who would be the home team or not, uh, but HMS and Woodbury Central will play in Pod A to get to the Dome. In Pod B, you'll have West Hancock and North Lynn. Pod C, East Buchanan as a road team tonight. I, I'm, I'm certain there'll be a road team next week at Grundy Center. And then in Pod D, uh, AHSTW and Linville Sully. Those are the four matchups to get to the Dome. Are there any of those? I know you've mentioned AHSTW and Woodbury Central. You were watching tonight. You'll probably stay focused on those two teams next week. But of all of those four, are there any uh, predictions or anything that you're looking for next week? I'm really interested in that Linville-Sully-AHSTW game. I know Linville's very physical and they try to really run the ball but like I said you know they gave up quite a bit of points this week um so I mean I'm sure they'll get some of it fixed this week but that that's an interesting matchup and I still like the Woodbury Central uh, matchup with HMS it's it's kind of a uh you know different philosophies I know that both those teams are kind of familiar with each other they're I think they've seen each other in the past um and I know Grundy Center you know they've been really good for a long time so I know you know, Grundy Center, uh, they're you know they're a ways away from us, but I know that they've you know they've been in the dome repeatedly. So, you know, out of all those games, I think there's there's a lot of really good Class A football teams out there, and there's going to be a lot of good matchups next week. Well, Coach McCarville, I uh, appreciate your time here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show, and again, big thanks for spending a little time with us tonight. Yep, not a problem. That's head coach of the IKM Manning Wolves, Corey McCarville, talking Class A football tonight here on Kick 106.7 and KCIM. 
The Audubon Recreation Center is the board and bus your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, the south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 Soybean Genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield. In 50 feet. I want to welcome you back to the new Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and on Kick 106.7. And because Jeff Honnold can't be here, well, someone's got to play this noise. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Hey, someone had to play it. Someone had to keep the the spirit of Jim Mora alive here on the show. Tyler Brunner joining you here from the KCIM and KIKD studios. Great to have you along for the ride tonight. What a game. What a night we have here tonight. Special playoff edition, the final episode of our New Way Auto Group scoreboard show for the season. Uh, and it's officially official. Uh, the Kemper Knights are done for their season. An unfortunate loss on the road at West Sioux. They lose 45-7 to here tonight. Not to be disappointed. Kemper Knights had one heck of a season. And so I tip my cap to head coach Ryan Steinkamp to the Kemper Knights. They came into the season with not a lot of, I, I, I want to say they wanted to improve, obviously. Um, but from the outside looking in, not a lot of expectations for this team to make it all the way of where they did. Um, they played a really good Underwood team, close 28-20 to in their district championship. Uh, they went on the road to BVU, played Emmitsburg, played them very well. They won that game, get to a, 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 a round of a 16 game. Kemper Knights have nothing to be sad about in this game. Obviously, it's the end for a lot of seniors in their football run, but congratulations to Coach Ryan Steinkamp. Uh, speaking of Coach Ryan Steinkamp, we have his interview coming up right now. We'll get to his interview. We'll take a few more breaks. We'll get to some more scores, and we'll be back on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show. But here is Jeff Blankman and his interview with Co- head coach Ryan Steinkamp. Ryan Steinkamp, the head football coach of the Kemper Knights, joining us here on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show. They fall here tonight up at West, who ending their outstanding season at 8-2 as they lose 45-7. to Coach, you just kind of said, you know, the wheels kind of came off. 14-7 to at halftime, just couldn't kind of get things going. And, and offensively, um, you just guys couldn't slow them down in that run game. Yeah, you know, we had a couple of injuries early, you know, losing Trevor Wild hurt us. We had me with a few guys in spots. And, you know, we we were right there in a few plays, just kind of some missed tackles and missed blocks. And we had a scheme a little bit differently. And, you know, credit to West Sioux on that one. And then, you know, we had to try, we had to try some things we haven't done all year. You know, it's kind of like last game leader. Might, 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 as well, might as well try it. And, 
and you know, it's going to work out in our favor too. You know, and that's how that's how coaches and stuff like that. Now I'm putting kids in successful spots there. You guys really able to move the ball on your first two drives, a 10 play drive. You ended up having to punt, or actually you turned it over on downs. Then you had that 14 play drive that you got down to the five and, and couldn't quite squeeze it in. It's a different game maybe if you score on one of those two opening drives. But what was working early offensively? For uh, just just taking what was there. You know, our inside run plays, and then they, you know, traditionally they've been running a lot of man stuff, and they came out having a three shell. So we just threw those, I mean, we just threw those quick hitches out there all night, and you know, the kids did a great job of catching and making those plays, but. Unfortunately, we weren't able them playing that zone. They're preventing the big plays, and we weren't able to get those big plays. I know you had talked to me in the pregame about wanting to get the running game established tonight. They had little success with that on the inside run game early, but they kind of took that away. Um, what did you see from your run game here tonight, and how do you try to grow from tonight for next season? Oh, I think we got you know look at um, you know taking on blitzing a little bit better too. They, 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 their linebackers are very good, very physical. They just kind of ran through guys, and something that we we have to work on a, a little bit while I was picking that up too. That's comes to game up you know getting bigger, stronger. And, and those types, those types of things. But overall, our kids, you know, they never quit, and I was, I was proud of them. Coach, you mentioned the physicality here tonight. Did you see that from them on film with the way they came out and hit? Because this is probably the most physical team I've seen. Um, you know, not, I mean, like it's kind of the thing where you know, we, we our, our past defense is very strong and stuff like that too. Where mm-hmm. you know, they've been they've been. 50, I mean, like 60, 40 pass run. You know, they, they definitely love passing the ball too, but, you know, we, we, we did a good job against the pass. And yes. They stuck to the run, and, you know, we had a couple guys from injuries and whatnot out of position. And, you know, we, we, def- we talked about defending their run plays, and, you know, come, some guys, you know, shot to run gap and stuff like that too and put us in bad position. And, you know, it's, it, that's where a couple of those big runs came from was, you know, and that's, I should have done, done a better job coaching, making sure those guys were understanding of that, of that from there too. You talk about your pass defense. You held Wiggins. I had him 6 of 15 tonight for like 90 yards. So talk about what was so successful in the pass game. Oh, the kids, they, I mean, defense. They, yeah, they, they, yeah. Watched, they watched a lot of film. They're ready for stuff too. You know, yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was awesome. Unfortunately, you know, when you, you stop their pass, you know, they have a very good line and some very quick hitters athletically and stuff too. So, Coach, uh, down 14 to nothing, you get the interception from Kyle Sundrup. Ball pops up and he catches it. Thought he was going to score. Right, it, that's gets, awesome. Yeah, gets drugged down from behind. Glad he was okay and able to come back into the game. But you guys get that touchdown there on a great catch from Ben Gherkin over in the corner of the end zone. Down 14-7 at halftime. What were you guys talking about at the half? Oh, we're just you know, actually, we we thought they would come to the run plays more, and actually, we really thought they'd hit us. On the, they've had success on the screens. We really, really kind of focused on that too. And I know if you know some of those similar formations, they were, we were thinking inside a little bit too much. Um, but offensively, it was you know, um, it was you know, keep, keeping those sticks moving, keeping those chains moving. We have, we'll take some shots here or there, but um, you know, getting our um, eyes up and cut blocking a little bit more in the line because they they were really bringing the pressure. I said at halftime, uh, start third quarter, I think you guys needed to get a stop there to open up the third, and, and they went down and scored. got that great kick return out to midfield and then went down and scored, and things just didn't go well for you guys after that. Yeah, yeah. And so the defense still came up big a few times. Yep. I mean, it, was, it was big plays. And that's their that's – their, they, they're known for that. If you watch their film, they had big play after big play. They had really good athletes. And just, you know, and we had guys close to position, but – when you're trying to get off a block and catch a kid running full seat, like on those on those options, that, that, that's tough. You know, that's yep. their that's their favorite play, and uh, you know we were ready for it. But it's a lot different seeing it live and versus you know scout team and stuff like that too. So and the kids got better. You know, <laughs> after a few plays, we did start defending it a lot better. Ben Gherkin, I thought had a really good game for you tonight. We named him our player of the game. Had a nice interception for you right before halftime. What did you see from him defensively here tonight? Um, you know, he's kind of like a backup next next guy. He went to Trevor getting hurt. He's kind of the next whatever spot it is, DB. He's 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 going in type deal. So he's just uh, he's kind of a ball hawk. You know, he's kind of 
he's, he's sneaky quick. He reads things like that. So that was that was great to see him doing that. Coach, uh, what did you tell the guys here after the game? If you want to share any of that. Oh, with us? I was just give big shots to the seniors. You know, those guys. You know, that have them all. You know, this is the third year I've had them. My, my first year, and you know, just you know, I love those guys. <laughs> They're great kids. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss them terribly. And you know, they did really help. You know, get this program heading in the right direction. You know, you know, and I tell kids all. I probably say this every year, but it's so true. Is you know, you don't, I don't, you don't cry. You you really. You don't cry after you know your last math test or science test. Not that those things aren't important, but man, you see, you got you got 50 guys all in tears and stuff like that too. It just shows how how uh, important and meaningful the game of football is and our our our, our team atmosphere and stuff like that too. And they came came from the seniors, so um, I'm really, really proud of those guys. Great group of kids. You mentioned that. I, I think people expected you guys to be good this year, but I don't think they expect you to, to maybe dominate the way you did through most of the regular season. So maybe exceeding just a little bit, not the win total, but the way you dominated teams. So. Uh, I think as you guys look back, you're going to realize how good of a season you mentioned, kind of turning the program and kind of getting things started. Yeah, so this one game doesn't defi- doesn't you know doesn't def- define us. You know, we, you know it's it's definitely a lot closer than that scoreboard game, but you know in, in the end we had to try some things that um, we, do, we weren't used to doing. But you know they had done such a great job all year and you know, played. Um, like I said, look back this year, man. There was a lot of fun. There was a lot of highlights, and uh, it's definitely gonna be a memorable one for sure. Well, coach, appreciate you joining us here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Looking forward to catching up with you for the morning uh, on the uh, MC Country Cafe Coaching Show. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Head coach again, uh, Ryan Steinkamp again with the Kevin Knights. They fall here tonight, 45-7. to When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 soybean genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield. I want to welcome you back to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, Kick 106.7. Nick Brinks is out here dancing, man. Where'd you get those dancing skills? I have a two-and-a-half-year-old, uh, th- and we fair. listen to a lot of Blippy. And Blippy. That's where, that's where I get my dance moves, I, Blippy. I, I, I think you need to educate <laughs> me a little bit. What, what is Blippy? I'm not, I am unaware. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, just, just go to YouTube, look it up, and... Uh, You'll you'll never be the same again. Okay, so so definitely not a Cocomelon <laughs> kid anymore. Now we're Blippy. Now we've yeah, he's never been a Cocomelon guy. Okay, we've been, we've been a Blippy guy. He's into Tractor Ted right now. Ah. And, uh, yeah, he's he's a good one. <laughs> uh, Nick, what what a crazy day of of playoff action. A lot of exciting action. A lot of teams we expected to win out of all the classes. Some. I'd say upsets, nonetheless. A um, lot of uh, road games in some of these classes that really got some upsets. But let's start from the top bottom. We'll start in Class 5A uh, here. So if you want to give us uh, kind of the start, we'll start in 5A. Yes, in Class 5A, we had three shutouts 
we'll, we'll preface with that. Uh, Dowling Catholic, one of them. They take down Davenport West, 35 nothing. Waukee Northwest, and I think their second year as a school. I think they, second or third. They win on the road tonight in a close shutout, 9 nothing over Cedar Rapids Kennedy. That was in pod A. Pod B... A uh, couple convincing wins here. Southeast Polk winning at home 49-3 to over Ames. And Cedar Rapids Prairie takes down Linmar of Marion 50-28. to And then in pod C, Ankeny upends Sioux City East. Ankeny at home tonight with a shutout 17 nothing. And the best game, or at least one of the best games in Class 5A tonight. It went to overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, 48 minutes was not enough for Johnston and Iowa City. City high, 38-31 Johnston in overtime. They were tied at 31 going into the extra period. And then for Pod D, West Des Moines Valley. They win on the road at Pleasant Valley 15-10. to And Cedar Falls at home tonight wins over Ankeny Centennial, 14-10. to want to preface just a couple of things here in Class 5A. Johnston, actually, the final play of the game, it was quite uh, impressive. Uh, it was one final play in the end zone for Iowa City, City High. Johnston knocks it out, grabs the fumble, wins the football game in overtime. So, again, congratulations to the uh, Johnston Dragons. I, a little bit of an upset there because Iowa City, City High, semifinalist from last year. Now Johnston will, will uh, move on into the playoffs. Also, uh, you mentioned it, Nick, Waukee Northwest hasn't been a school for that long, two, three years max, but they're already seeing a lot of success with their sports programs. Yeah, and I think a lot of it comes down to, you know, they take a lot of the kids when they draw the lines of what used to be the only Waukee high school, and now Waukee is struggling and things like that, so... You know, when you've got a very good group of kids that you're pulling from and, you know, you create a new school and yeah, it it works out that way. It just happens. Absolutely. Moving on to class 4A, we will take a look at pod A, the state runner up from last year, Cedar Rapids Xavier gets past Cedar Rapids, Washington, 44 to 7. It is Indianola getting past Bonnerant for our 35 to 13. In pod B, the state semifinalist from last year, Waverly Shellrock, they get past Fort Madison, no problem, 49 to 7. North Scott gets past Epworth Western Dubuque 38 to 15 and Pod C Lewis Central the defending state champions showing why they're the defending state champions at 4A they win 60 to 7 in the other Pod C matchup a close one as Glenwood gets past Spencer 38 to 26 in Pod D it is Iowa City Liberty getting past Webster City 24 to 14 and finally Carlisle defeats Newton 48 to 28 six of those home teams winning in uh, two of those road teams uh, winning on the road uh, want to also mention you know Class 4A and 5 5A, this is the only the second year we've had the difference between 5A and 4A, um, and I think it's really worked out a lot better, especially for those schools that are kind of in the middle between 4 and 5A, Nick. Yeah, you take out a lot of the Des Moines suburb schools, the Ankenys of the world, you move them up, and it gives uh, you know these 4A schools that otherwise might not stand a chance against the Dowlings and the yeah. Valleys, and you give them their own class, you get... Glenwoods and Lewis Centrals and Carlisles and Cedar Rapids Xavier's, you know, some of these schools that are really good and might have been stuck, I guess a lot of those probably were 3A before, sure. but, you know, you give them 4A, you, 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 sh- you shrink the class sizes just a little bit and yep. try to, uh, you know, spread the love around, <laughs> get, get some more classes in there and yep. things like that. So, uh, yeah, 4A. Still weird to see 5A. I've grown up, you know, you see 5A in girls sports all the time. Absolutely. But, but yeah, seeing it in boys just for football, it's a little bit uh, weird. You know, 
It's different. Still getting used to it. Yes. How about Class 3A? Mm -hmm. And we'll talk with Coach Craig Rowetter of the Carroll Tigers in a little bit. Uh, We get one road team winning tonight, seven home teams getting victories in Pod A for Class 3A. Uh, 42-7 to for Harlan. I think they're most people's favorite tonight. Uh, They get a win. Um, Nevada, the lone road team to win. A a low-scoring game, 10-7 over Sioux Center. So Carroll's district... MOC Floyd Valley and Sioux Center both lose tonight. Mm-hmm. Pod B, Mount Vernon takes down Central DeWitt 23-9. And Solon, mm-hmm. they defeat West Delaware 42-18. to And that'll actually be a rematch from earlier this season. Mount Vernon beat Solon on a field goal, I believe. Wow. Uh, pod C, Hampton Dumont falls at Humboldt 39 nothing. Independence wins by a field goal 20-17 to over Benton Community. And in Pod D... Uh, when I talked to Coach Rowetter a little bit ago to record that interview, uh, we talked a little about ADM and North Polk. Carroll didn't see them in football, but they see them in the Raccoon Valley Conference, or Ra- Raccoon River Conference yep. uh, uh, for all other sports. ADM with a big shutout tonight might be the most convincing dominant shutout of the night across <laughs> all classes, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly. They take down Grinnell 56 nothing and North Polk, uh, excuse me, North Polk, uh, they went at home over Creston 52-20. to 20. Yeah, we'll go a little bit more in-depth in all of these scores kind of in the 11 o'clock hour. We have a, a longer one with uh, Coach Craig Rowetter, but for good reason. Very interesting uh, stuff in Class 3A. Move on down to Class 2A, if I can find it on my sheet. There it is. In Class 2A, in Pod A, it was Central Lion George Little Rock defeating Clarinda 42-16. to It was West Lion, the state runner-up last year, defeating Green County 43-7. to uh, OABCIG had a long road trip up to northeast Iowa. They get past Osage 34-22. to It was Spirit Lake past Clear Lake 43-21. to In Pod C, it was Crestwood Cresco getting past Walk-On 20 to 18, so Cresco knocks off a semifinalist from last year. It is uh, Waller Catholic defeating uh, what was undefeated West Marshall 21 to 14. Pod D, it is Centerville getting past Monticello by a point 28-27 and Williamsburg getting past Mid Prairie Wellman 63 to 7. And lastly here for Class 2A, Mm -hmm. five road teams get wins tonight more than any other class. We see a lot of one road team, two road team. I think there was a three perhaps in there Mm -hmm. somewhere. Um, I guess a four and a four. uh, Class 8-man, four road teams win tonight. But yeah, 2A. I guess we'll call it a lot of upsets. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So let's move on now to uh, 8-man. And we'll talk about Pod A. We talked with uh, Sean Burks a little bit earlier about these, but St. Mary's Remsen, forty-two to sixteen over West Bend Mallard. St. Mary's again, probably most people's favorite to go all the way. We'll see what happens. Yep. West Harrison, their undefeated season comes to an end tonight. They fall to GTRA at home, twenty-eight twelve. In Pod B, Lennox uh, over Cam by twenty, thirty-four to fourteen. One of the two 30-28 finals tonight in eight-man. Fremont Mills Tabor gets a win on the road over Southeast Warren. Again, 30-28 there. Pod C, the other 30-28. Road team won there as well. Gladbrook Rhinebeck over Turkey Valley. And Pod C, the largest margin of victory for one of the road teams winning in eight-man. 35-10, Newell Fonda over Don Bosco. Pod D, I think this was maybe the last final we found tonight. This yep. was maybe the hardest score to track down. <laughs> Montezuma, they win at home over Easton Valley 60-38, to and it sounds like, according to Coach Burks, Easton Va- East Valley was up big, 
and the wheels fell off with some injuries and things late, and Montezuma was able to roll. But, yeah, eight-man, you lose that key player, and you're a completely different team. Waco, they defeat Central City 48-12. to That's eight-man. That's pod D. And, you know, sticking with Class 8-man, uh, we'll, we still got a little bit of time. We'll, we'll chew off some time before we get to that, that long 10-minute interview with Coach with uh, Coach Rowetter. Um, but in Class 8-man, you know, that's that's an interesting kind of perspective. You Defending state champions are now out. Caminita, that was kind of a, a great season for them last year, but then they're out to a very good Lennox team who's been good the last few years. Um Waco Wayland's coming in as a team from Eastern Iowa. I used to cover them when I was over on that side of the state. Uh, they're they're a legit team. They're a very good team. They they're in the Iowa City region, so kind of perspective of where they're at. Montezuma, if we remember them from the 2020 season, they were up against Remsen St. Mary's. They had that big 108 to 94 loss back in 2020. So that'd be interesting to see if they can get uh, to Remsen. They might be a team to contend there. Um, one of the games, again, I think you and me, Nick, we were talking about some of the teams we were surprised was in the round of 16, Nulfana Don Bosco. I would have expected that one to be in the round of eight to go to state, but it's in the round of 16. Uh, Nulfana again wins 35-10 to 10 there. Um, looking across the board here, I mean, it could go any way with any of these teams, but you have Remsen, who's looking very good this year. Montezuma, who wins big against Easton Valley, who was in uh, last year's runner-up. It could be tough in that eight-man. Yeah, it'll be fun to see if anybody has anything for Remsen St. Mary's. We'll find out next week. They get a home game against GTRA, one of the four road teams to win tonight. Again, the four road teams, we'll call them upsets. GTRA wins, Fremont Mills Tabor wins, Gladbrook Rhinebeck, Newell Fonda. Um, two of those were by two points. One was by two touchdowns, and mm-hmm. Newell Fonda wins by four possessions yep. over Don Bosco, so a little surprising there. Class A, we talked with Coach McCarville a little yes. earlier. Uh, pod A, HMS, tops Hinton 46-27. Woodbury Central cruises tonight over Galen Catholic 48-7. to You talk about some of the long road trips. How about... Galen Catholic of Lamar is driving to Woodbury Ooh. Central, one of the uh, short trips tonight. I think maybe 35 minutes for that one, if I uh, if I remember right. Yeah, um, <laughs> not not far at all. Uh, North Lynn, they get a win. Uh, they double up Newman Catholic tonight, 28-14. West Hancock, I think you heard I heard you say they're the defending champs. Ah, uh, yes, defending. Yep, defending. They champs. get a win tonight by a touchdown in a low-scoring game, 16-9 over Wapsie Valley. Pod C, East Buchanan on the road, the only road team to win in Class A tonight. East Buchanan over Albert at 57-21. Grundy Center with a convincing win at home over Columbus Catholic, 41-7. AHSTW, another school not in our area, but close. Mm -hmm. AHSTW takes down Southwest Valley, 35-14. And Linville Sully at home over Mount Air, 62-33. The final there, AHSTW and Linville Sully play next week. Uh Grundy Center and East Buchanan, they'll play in Pod C. Pod B is North Lynn and West Hancock. Pod A, HMS and Woodbury Central. Do want to give a, a shout out to Craig Rowetter. He's apparently still up somehow, still listening to the show. Uh, he texted you and me. He says, "As good as ADM or as good as the ADM score looked tonight, the he's reminding us that Harlan put a running clock on them during Week Seven 
in a 42-7 beatdown. So that's that's fair to say in Class 3A. Again, Harlan, like we said, Nick, is probably uh, the contender there in Class 3A, but we'll have to wait and see. We'll talk more about Class 3A with his interview coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. Uh, moving on, Class 1A. Don't think we've gotten that one right. Yeah, that was obviously the class that we were focused yes. the most on tonight with Kemper being our only team left. Yep. And I know we've talked off-air before the show. <laughs> I've talked to people this week. Uh-huh. It was just unfortunate that we had to see Kemper, you know, ranked, what, number five in the state? I think so. Having to face off against another top five team in this round. Yes. Really would have liked that to be a uh, next round game. Mm-hmm. And I think if it was a really close game tonight, Kemper fans would be like, why did that have to happen tonight? I think yeah. the fact that it was not close, it's not going to make anybody feel better, you know, that the right. season's over. But um, I just would have loved to see Kemper draw maybe a weaker one seed sure. as as the strongest two seed in the field. You look at South Hamilton, they fall tonight. I thought Kemper at South Hamilton made sense yeah. as a, if you try to seed your bracket a little mm-hmm. bit closer to the standings. I know the state doesn't do that, and it doesn't matter what we have to say after the fact, but <laughs> no. I would have loved to see that matchup. But, again, Kemper does fall tonight 45-7 to at West Sioux. Yep. And one of the two road teams to win tonight in Class 1A, Western Christian. So that'll be a rematch next week of a district game, Western Christian at West Sioux. And then in Pod D, Pella Christian, they beat South Hamilton. Mm-hmm. That was the other road team to win. So Pella Christian gets to make the road trip over to Underwood yes. next Friday. And then in the uh, other two pods, you've got MFL Marmac over Dyke New Hartford 28-6, West Branch over Columbus Catholic 27-14. Pod C, we had overtime, Sigourney Kyoto. They take down Minneapolis 20 to 14. Van Meter shuts out Woodward Granger 42 to nothing. Again, Pella Christian over South Hamilton 38-30 and Underwood at home over ACGC 62 to 14. I mentioned Western Christian winning tonight over Applington Parkersburg. I don't have the mileage in front of me, but that looks like a heck yes. of a drive. A uh, long they, drive. And what a bus ride back. Yeah. That would be a fun bus <laughs> yeah. to be on. 49-27, Western Christian gets the road win. Yep. And next week they have a much shorter trip as yes. they go to West Sioux. And let's see, I saw Western Christian last week at South Central Calhoun. And if I remember right, they lost to West Sioux. It was one of West Sioux's closest games of the mm-hmm. season. So Western Christian obviously playing pretty well if they're uh, dominating on the road tonight. We'll see if they have something for West Sioux. I think... Um, if you're in a Western Christian's position, uh-huh. you like the rematch. If you lost the regular season game, you want another chance, Adam. Absolutely. Western or West Sioux, they're maybe thinking, we took care of business. Maybe Western Christian catches them sleeping a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll go a little bit more in-depth. With Class 1A, I believe we'll have Eric McCullough coming up right at the top of the 11 o'clock hour. So, got to get to some commercial breaks. We will take a quick break. We'll come back with more of the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and Kick 106.7. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit BrunerLegal.com. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. 
area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC College Credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. This week! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweets is head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone does something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in a drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to delicious. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. When you need to know, KCIM is the place to listen. On 1380 AM and 95.1 FM. This is KCIM Carol. KCIM and Kick 1067 Sports presents the New Wave Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show. A complete rundown of all tonight's high school football action. The New Way Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show is brought to you by Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton, Culver's, Next Gen Chiropractic, DMAC Carroll Campus, Gatorade, distributed by Pepsi-Cola Bottlers, Mackey Motors in Lake City, Stein Seeds, Roselle Mutual Insurance, and by the Audubon Recreation Center. Now, let's get you the scores from all tonight's action. Well, it's not the usual group of guys here on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show, but I think the best crew here tonight, in my humble opinion, Tyler Bruner and Nick Brinks joining you here on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, Carroll, and on KIKD 106.7 Lake City, Carroll. Nick, we're joined by, I, I'd say, a legend. I, I, I don't know, maybe so, but we're joined by the ESAC Raiders head coach, uh, Eric McCullough. Coach, um, I'm surprised I'm up. I'm surprised you're up, but I'm so glad we have you on the show here tonight. Hey, I appreciate it, Tyler. You know, he's watching a couple football games tonight and uh, getting into that second round of playoffs, and it's, it's still fun to talk about football. Yeah, you know, and, and this week I think was one of the most interesting ones in Class 1A. Um, obviously seeing who's going to be going to the round of eight and fighting for a dome appearance. Uh, we'll start it off with Nick. He's going to give you the pod A results, and we'll just kind of get your rapid-fire uh, thoughts on each of them. So, Nick, uh, take it away, buddy. 
West Sioux over Kemper, 45-7. You played both of those teams here in the last month. Did that final score surprise you? Uh, you, you know a little bit, Nick. It, it, you take two teams that are going to make it in the second round, and uh, we knew Kemper had, had great speed. I mean, great athletes. Um, but after playing West Sioux, that was one of the teams that, you know, in the the twenty some years that we've been that I've been a head coach and that's one of the best teams we have gone against uh last week. Um they they had the speed and they had the, the physicality. Um their offense was was really hard to uh just match up. I mean the type of athletes that they had was, was just maybe a little bit step above what Kemper had. Um so I'm not totally surprised. I was kinda of hoping, you know, that it'd be be a game and it was. Um, but, but West Sioux just definitely has some athletes. And then in the uh, the other game for Pod A, Western Christian, they had a haul tonight. They had to drive all the way over to Applington, Parkersburg. But what a bus ride back that would be. 49-27, they get the road win. Thoughts on that one? Uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, that's a huge win for them. Um, AP's just traditionally... Uh, just tough all the way around. I mean, I, I know they the AP had a tough game against Dyke New Hartford um, early in the year. Uh, it was you know quite a matchup. I think uh, I remember seeing quite a bit of stuff written up above about that game. Um, but that was a, a big win for Dyke New Hartford at the time. Um, AP I think was ranked maybe a little bit higher. Uh, they're, they're just a good team, um, but Western Christian I think just. Just kind of shows how how good athletes they have. So that'll be a rematch of a district game. West Sioux won the district. Western Christian was second. I saw Western Christian beat South Central Calhoun last week, and I thought outside of a couple mistakes, South Central Calhoun could have been in that one, uh, making it a, a close game at the finish line there. Western Christian gets another shot at West, West Sioux. What do you think they might need to do next week if they want a chance to pull off the upset? Uh, you know, I, I think at, at this time uh, you get into the season, um, it's just really important to eliminate your mistakes. I mean, that that's kind of the big thing. They they played each other, like you mentioned. Uh, they know what each other wants to do. Uh, it's just who can kind of eliminate their the, the penalties and, uh, and just kind of the turnovers is going to kind of make the difference in those type of games at this time in the in the year. And, Coach, we're going to move on to Pod B. I, uh, a surprise and maybe not much of a surprise, but we'll start with the first game. Uh, MFL Marmack, they knock off a semifinalist from last year, Dyke New Hartford, 28-6. to Now, uh, I'm not too sure about MFL Marmack. I haven't seen them throughout the season, but from what I can hear from you, uh, Dyke New Hartford gave some people some troubles this season, but they fall short tonight uh, to MFL Marmack. Uh, yeah, Nick, you know, uh, 20... 23 some years ago when I was uh, at UNI as a, as a student, I, I did a, a kind of a part of the coaching minor type thing. You know, I had to coach at a, at a team and I coached at Dyke New Hartford. And um, so I have a little bit, a little bit of pull, I guess there, if you want to say, or connection. Um, they've always had a, a tremendous program and I, I just completely respect those coaches. Um, they always get some really good athletes and, and have a really competitive team. Um, every year, uh, you know, and, and I think looking back, I was kind of looking at some things this week, uh, knowing this interview was coming up and, you know, and I think Dyke New Hartford and Athletes and Parkersburg had a, had a heck of a game. 
uh, early in the year when they both were kind of ranked and uh, kind of playing each other in, in the beginning of their district play, and um, that looked like a heck of a game. And now uh, with Western Christian beating AP and then uh, MFL Marmack playing, uh, beating Dyke New Hartford, um, who AP and, and Dyke New Hartford have always traditionally been uh, kind of in those quarterfinals or semifinal rounds. So uh, it's definitely kind of a change of, of tide here. And the other team from that pod B, a team that I think we've heard a lot about in Class 1A uh, throughout the entire season, West Branch. They get past uh, Columbus Catholic 27-14. to uh, We've seen throughout the years kind of this shift to a lot of these Eastern Iowa schools really being dominant. You talk about the Mid-Prairies, the Wacos, and now the West Branches of the world. Uh, what do you know about kind of West Branch and what they brought to the table in that game? Uh, you, you, you know, you, you talk about teams like that, Nick, and uh, West Branch is just, when you go back in the, in the early 2000s or the 90s, I mean, West Branch was always a tough, physical type of team. Um, always had the, the type of players that just would get after you and keep their mistakes minimal, um, pound the ball, uh, you know, do those type of things to, to be able to win a game. And, and, and I think that is just kind of traditional – uh, for a team like that to, to continue to get into the core finals and look into the semifinals. We're talking with East Sac County's head coach Eric McCullough about the 1A playoffs, quarterfinals coming up next week. Here's a game that went to overtime tonight in Pod C, Sigourney Kyoto. They went at home over Mediapolis 20-14. to And of all the games tonight in all classes, that one sounded like a top five or top ten game in the state. Uh, you know, definitely in the, in the second round. I mean, kind of looking at things uh, through the week and, and kind of the matchups and looking at the stats, uh, that definitely was a, a, a game that kind of popped up to me as uh, it could go either way. And uh, I think it probably was a heck of a game to go into overtime. I don't think there is anything surprising about this next one, but Van Meter winning at home over Woodward Granger, 42 nothing there. That one just seems like... If you had to predict what was going to happen five hours ago, that's probably a close score that somebody might have come up with. Uh, you know it is. I mean, Van Meter's always been tough, especially in the last uh, five to ten years. Um, they just get some really good athletes to, to be able to compete, and it, it's, uh, their matchups are just really hard to do. Um, I have a coach at, at Woodward Granger that was a coach for me at East Sac for a few years, and uh, Troy Burr and you know kind of had some communication with him and um, he said they just had to make sure they kind of eliminate their mistakes and they could hopefully stay in it but I, I think a team like uh, uh, Van Meter um, over the years is really hard to beat especially at home. And coach we move on to the final uh, pod here in class 1A. Uh, kind of an upset as the road team Pella Christian the two seed there they defeat South Hamilton 38 to 30, uh, two programs uh, in Class 1A that have been in the up and up as of recently. Um, but, coach, are you surprised by that final? Uh, you know, you know, I think Nick at this time, this stage, um, anything's possible. I mean, South Hamilton's always been a real physical team. Um, you know, they've kind of been the last two years in that uh, South Central type district. Um, so we've kind of kind of heard them, especially around this area, uh, heard their name a little bit and how they went, but. Um, yeah, that game, I, they could have kind of went either way, depending on 
Uh, again, you get in that, that second week of, of playoffs, um, who can kind of minimize their mistakes and, and kind of the penalty type and who can, can kind of survive that second week. Final game uh, in this Class 1A round of 16, Coach. Underwood ACGC, I don't think a lot of surprises there. Underwood wins 62-14. They were in the battle against Kemper in that district championship, 28-20. You've seen Underwood. You've seen the talent that they've brought to the table. Uh, what does Underwood bring to the round of eight now? Uh, you, you know, I think it's a kind of interesting situation because uh, the last couple of years, Underwood's had to go to the north um, and, and kind of been matched up with the West Sioux. Uh, and it just could never get kind of past them. Um, Underwood, uh, the last couple of years, you know, for, I don't know, I have to go back and look, Nick, but, um, you know, we used to have some really, really good battles with, uh, Underwood. Um, but they've, uh, really developed some really good athletes. Uh, they have a heck of a coaching staff. Um, they have done a, have done an incredible job the last couple of years of winning our district. Um, they just seem to get better every week. You know, I think they started out, uh, they're one of the one teams in, in Colorado State that, uh, because of scheduling type situations, had to play, uh, Lewis Central early in the year. Um, that was the one loss that they had. Uh, that was a week zero type game. I think Lewis Central schedule, they, uh, missed out on a, on a game that somebody had forfeited or whatever, uh, situation that was. Um, but Underwood, you know, we played them, we played Kemper, we played West Sioux. Um, Underwood's just still in that, that, that group of three that, um, at the top of our district and, uh, second round, just, they, they set the guys up front. Um, they're going to be physical. They have the speed. Um, their quarterback has had a ton of experience. Uh, he, he does, uh, just an incredible job of leading that offense. And their defense is just aggressive. I mean, they just really get after you. Um, I knew ACGC, uh, we, you know, we've never really matched up with them or played them. Um, I know they, in the past, they've been a wishbone type, type of team. Uh, I kind of heard the later in the season this year, they kind of turned in more of a zone read type team. Um, uh, maybe, maybe trying to use more of their type of athletes, but, um, Underwood is just, uh, just a, just a tough team. Every week they've gotten a little bit better. Um, as we as we go down the stretch, and I think that comes back to just a well coached team. Absolutely, coach. And um, you know, as we kind of look at it now in the round of eight, as we get to it next week, West Sioux, Western Christian, West Branch, uh, MFL Marmac, Sigourney Kyoto, Van Meter, uh, Pella Christian, Underwood. Those are the eight teams we come into here. A lot of a lot of really really great teams in that eight. Uh, Van Meter's looking to get another title under their belt. They're the defending state champions. Uh, you have a runner up in West Sioux here. And what's kind of the thoughts early on here going into next week? Who is kind of your Class One A favorite to maybe win it all? Ah, uh, you know that, that's asking a lot, Nick. When you're uh, kind of trying to break those down, and, and we don't know like. Uh, injury situation uh, where some of these teams are kind of looking at and, and what they're going to be matching up. Uh, so there's a lot to be asking right there. But I, I think, like you said, it really comes down to tradition type stuff um, right now with, with, with situations. I mean, uh, West Sioux uh, is one of the toughest teams I think we've matched up with in the last uh, 20-some years. I mean, they just really have speed and they have that phys- physicality. Uh, when we played them last week, I mean, they're just real 
just real some real hits that we hadn't really seen all year. Um, so they really impressed us on on just the type of athletes they have. Uh, but like you said, band meter um, is, is just going to be flat out tough. Uh, just the kids they have on their team and uh, the type of things they try and do. And then you throw Underwood in there. Um, I think they have they're really big up front. They're physical. Uh, they have a really good quarterback that, that does an incredible job of, of just running their offense. I mean, between the, the run game and the pass game, um, they do some incredible things. Their defense is just relentless. So, uh, and then you throw those Eastern teams in there that just traditionally, um, they're kind of always knocking on that quarterfinals and semifinals round. Um, it's a lot of fun when you get to this time of, time of the year with football and, um, getting a chance to, to see some really good matchups. Once again, we're talking with head coach Eric McCullough of the ESAC Raiders. Coach, uh, it's been great having you here on the show. Nick, do you have anything else you want to ask, Coach, before we let him go? Big plans for the weekend now that uh, not only this, I mean, the entire area is done with football. What uh, what does Coach McCullough think about now? What does he uh, What's he do this weekend? <laughs> oh, you know, Nick, I <laughs> you know you kind of you kind of start not necessarily. You know, you get pads handed in and. You kind of do, but you you start looking about next year. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you start talking to your kids about postseason. Uh, you start talking to your kids about off season. Um, they're kind of start getting excited about their winter type seasons. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing that's, that's definitely different, I think, over the years that uh, we continue to do this is how important the off season is. You know, finding the weight room, finding the finding workouts, uh, planning uh, spring and summer type stuff, and. I uh, want to continue to grow, and, and I think with ESAC, we uh, we have a real big group coming back, and um, it'll be exciting to kind of see where where that's going to end up at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as we continue to go, I, I, I think no matter how they do the playoff system or, or how it gets to, but you get to that quarterfinal round or the semifinal round, I think you have some really good matchups that mm-hmm. are kind of fun to watch. And, and now that uh, the live stream, I mean, I was watching two games, uh, tonight, you know, I was watching the Kemper and, and West Sioux game, and I was kind of switching back and watching the Van Meter and, and Woodward Granger game. So uh, it's a lot, a lot of fun right now on a Friday night to, to be able to see those teams. And um, you know, with the the West Sioux and the Kemper game, the the teams that we've played um, to kind of see the matchups and maybe maybe get a think of uh, what we need to do in the future uh, to kind of be matched up then for the for maybe. For the future is how the playoffs and everything goes. So it's still still fun uh, this time of year to kind of get in the grind of things. One last question for you, Coach, here. Uh, the last four years, we basically had three different playoff systems. The COVID year was kind of unique by itself. We added 5A the last couple of years. Outside of district realignments like next year, are you anticipating any other Big changes, or do you think this is a system that's that's here to stay with the seven classes and the way things are set up with that week nine for class three A and up, but everybody else that's when the playoffs start and things like that. Uh, you know, Nick, I think that uh, that's was one of those questions that um, it's kind of a million dollar type question. I, I I don't see, you know, you ask this on a Friday when we're not playing, and uh, you know. Uh, I think the association where they're sitting at right now is going to try and keep this uh, with the games as as important they are as far as the, as far as the five A type situations. Um, so you just get more games looking at it. 
Uh, I was real proud of our team, uh, but I think when you a lot a lot of our 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 older audience, I guess you'd maybe say is. Uh, where is it great for our East Sac to make the playoffs? I mean, to be able to win the last two games for our, for our boys to accomplish that over the last two years, um, I think says a lot for them and their character. But um, it gets kind of tough when you look at a team that's two and six and, and they make the playoffs. Um, I think that's hard to say, but uh, yet you never know how a, how a season's going to go as far as injuries. Uh, you get in the middle of a district play and you have a couple of kids that get banged up because of concussions. They get pulled out, um, you know, by medical staff and then you don't have them for a game and then you come back the next game. Uh, there's a lot of different things that have changed in, in the years that we've, uh, kind of been coaching and, and going through football. So, uh, there's good to bad. Um, but I think you get to this, this, uh, kind of the week of the quarterfinals and semifinals, you, you get those teams that, that just really kind of shine above everybody else. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, Coach McCullough, uh, thanks so much for spending some time late here on a Friday night. I know you couldn't get to, uh, to partaying early on here tonight, but thanks so much for joining us here on the show. And, uh, thanks for just everything this season. I mean, it's, we've had a lot of late nights and a lot of long road trips for you guys. Um, appreciate you've done for everything us or for us here at the radio station, getting us scores and stats. And, uh, yeah, we will hopefully not be the last time we'll talk. We'll hopefully get catch up with you before next season. Yeah, you know, we, as Zach, you know, we really appreciate everything Care Radio Station does and, and Tyler and Nick doing this, this show. And, and eventually I'll get Blankman and, and, uh, he'll, he'll get us paid up for, uh, kind of doing this stuff in the postseason on a Friday night. But, um, you know, when him and Honold, you know, you guys are saving their butts. So, uh, <laughs> we appreciate you keeping us involved and, uh, in talking football and, um, making the best of it. So, hey, appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. And I guess before we go, I, I, I can't not ask this, but we're we're an upgrade over Honold, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, I mean, there's no question about it. I mean, anybody that's ever had to do an interview with Honold, you're not even sure if he's hit the record button. So, uh, you never know if you're going to have to repeat yourself. So you, you guys uh, being way above them, and uh, I really appreciate um, you guys just, just just taking the time to recognize the teams and um, and the players. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. Well, well, we'll, uh, well, we'll, we'll slip you a 20 later for that. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again, that's head coach Eric McCullough. Coach, thank you so much again for joining us. You bet. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. You as well. Once again, head coach Eric McCullough joining us here on the uh, New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. We're going to take a break because we've been talking for a while. We'll be right back with more scores after this. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interception. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 soybean genetics. Learn more at SteinSeed.com. Stein has yield. 
you know, I... When you buy from a local business, like one of the new Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. We are back on KCIM and Kick 106.7 with the Jeff Honnold Roast Show. Woo! Oh, I'm sorry. The, I, got, I got the wrong sheet here. The New Way <laughs> Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Thanks to McCullough, uh, Coach McCullough from ESAC joining us a bit ago to talk about Class 1A. Again, our lone school remaining in the area tonight falls. That was Kemper at West Sioux. Uh, West Sioux wins tonight 45-7. to And I think we're going to run through some scores here. We'll skip 3A for the moment, and then we will get to an interview with Coach Rowetter of the Tigers. He'll talk 3A, and uh, we'll talk a little Dolphins football perhaps at the end with him. Uh, A little preview there. We're both big (laughs) Dolphins fans, so I always enjoy talking to Craig because somebody can, you know, we can vent to each other or (laughs) celebrate as we've been able to do four times this year. But, uh, yeah, Class 1A, West Sioux gets the win tonight over Kemper. They'll host Western Christian in a rematch of a district game earlier this year. Western Christian beats Applington Parkersburg 49-27. That was in pod A. Pod B, it'll be MFL Marmac and West Branch squaring off next week. West Branch beats Columbus Catholic tonight 27-14. MFL Marmac over Dyke New Hartford 28-6. In pod C, it'll be Van Meter and Sigourney Kyoto, a Van Meter shutout tonight over Woodward Granger 42-0 and... Sigourney Kyoto, they win in overtime, 20-14 to over Mediapolis. And in Pod D, one of the two road teams to win tonight, along with Western Christian in Class 1A. It is Pella Christian over South Hamilton, 38-30. They will be at Underwood next Friday night with a 62-14 win over ACGC for the Eagles of Underwood. That's Class 1A. We'll move on to Class A. We'll kind of work our way around on our sheet. I know we're kind of going all over the place with the classes, but we'll go to Class A in Pod A. It was HMS. They win over Hinton by a final score of 46-27. to Woodbury Central, a semifinalist last year. They get past Galen Catholic 48-7. to In Pod B, it's North Lynn. As they get past Newman Catholic, 28-14. to Defending Class A champion West Hancock, they get past Wapsie Valley, 16-9. to That will set up a North Lynn and West Hancock matchup. And also in that pod A, it's uh, going to be HMS taking on Woodbury Central. In pod C, a semifinalist from last year, East Buchanan, they get past Alburnett, 57-21. It'll be Grundy Center as they were a runner-up last year. They got past Columbus Catholic, 41-7. to That sets up a round of eight matchup between East Buchanan and Grundy Center. And in pod D, AHSTW, they get past Southwest Valley. Got to make sure I'm saying this South, the right valley, Southwest Valley. Uh, AHSTW wins there, 35-14. And pretty big game for Linville Sully. They defeat Mount Air, 32-30, or 62-33, excuse me. Uh, that sets up AHSTW, Linville Sully in the round of eight. A couple years ago, uh, when I was covering IKM Manning, they played at Southeast Valley in like week two, uh-huh. and then played the, at Southwest West Valley, Valley <laughs> later in the season. I was like, well, i got to do both of them. <laughs> uh, class 8-man, round of 16 action tonight. 
No big surprise here. Remsen St. Mary's cruises with a 42-16 win over West Bend Mallard. Uh, Sean Burke said, maybe surprising that they gave up 16 points yep. with how good that defense is. But GTRA will be at Remsen St. Mary's next Friday night as they beat West Harrison, handing West Harrison their first and only loss of the year, 28-12 there. In pod B, Lennox upends Cam, 34-14. Fremont Mills Tabor, one of four road teams to win an eight-man tonight. They win 30-28 to over Southeast Warren. Pod C, both road teams won here. I do not know who will host next week. Yep. Newell Fonda over Don Bosco, 35-10. Gladbrook Rhinebeck over Turkey Valley, 30-28. to And in pod D, Montezuma and Waco square off next Friday. Montezuma beat Easton Valley tonight, 60-38. to Waco topped Central City, uh, 48-12. Audubon at Waco a year ago yep. to get to the Dome. They beat Montezuma the week before. So if not for Audubon... Montezuma and Waco could have been a quarterfinal matchup last year, too. Audubon said not so fast. <laughs> it is a quarterfinal matchup yep. this year. Yeah, and, you know, in Class 8, man, you know, you just kind of look across the board. Finals that you we could have expected. Cam, maybe a little bit of a surprise, but Lennox has been a strong program. Audubon's went head-to-head against them, and Sean Birch talked a little bit more that Lennox had the uh, the potential to beat Cam, and they did this year. So a lot of excitement around Class 8-man. Uh, as well. Uh, moving on to Class 2A, it looks like. Uh, we'll start in Pod A. Central Lion, George Little Rock. They get past Clorinda, 42-16. to They'll be taking on West Lion Inwood, state runner-up from last year as West Lion defeats Green County 43-7 to for Green County's second loss of the season. OABCIG had a long three-hour road trip, but they came away victorious 34-22. to They will take on Spirit Lake next week in the round of eight as Spirit Lake gets past Clear Lake, the Battle of the Lakes there, 43-21. to In Pod C, a semifinalist from last year, Wacon, they'll fall to Crestwood Cresco, 20-18. to It'll be Crestwood taking on Waller Catholic, as Waller Catholic Dubuque hands West Marshall their first loss of the season by a final score of 21-14. to Pod D, Centerville winning a close one against Monticello, 28-27. to That sets off, uh, that sets up, I should say, a round of eight match against Williamsburg, as Williamsburg, a semifinalist Finalists from last year, they get past Mid Prairie Wellman with no issues there, 63 to 7. For next week, West Lion has to travel all the way to Central Lion, oh, George wow. Little Rock. That I don't know. That might be the shortest road trip it next week. Probably is. I mean, if expect- somebody wants to run the numbers on that, uh, <laughs> that one or the. Galen Catholic Woodbury Central game tonight. That one was yep. pretty close too. But for a quarterfinal, uh, you get somebody in your own county. Yes, that's that's saying something. That's, that's impressive. Uh, we'll skip over Class Three A for mm-hmm. now. We'll grab Coach Rowetter and talk about that when we are done with Four A and Five A. Normally, we don't spend a lot of time during the year talking about Four A right. and Five A, but it's playoffs, it's so playoffs. we will here tonight. Four A Pod A Cedar Rapids Xavier beats. Cedar Rapids, Washington, 44-7. That might be the shortest road trip tonight. Yep. Uh, Indianola, a road team tonight at Bondurant Farrar. They get a victory, 35-13. In pod B, Waverly Shell Rock cruises to a 49-7 win over Fort Madison. North Scott, they're at home with a win over Epworth Western Dubuque this evening, 38-15. Lewis Central, no troubles for them tonight. A 60-7 blowout of Lamars and Glenwood. On the road tonight at Spencer, 38-26. to 26. And then in Pod D, Iowa City Liberty 
They top uh, Webster City 24-14 and Carlisle 48-28 over Newton. That's Class 4A. So once again, this is the only second year we've had the distinction between Class 4A and 5A. So a lot of these 4A teams get a chance to shine, especially Lewis Central, the defending state champions there. Uh, still got a state semifinalist in Waverly Shell Rock that's still in, and Cedar Rapids Xavier, state runner-up from last year, who's still in the playoffs going into the round of eight. We'll wrap up this score update with the uh, 5A teams that we almost never really talk about, but we'll talk about them here as we got uh, in pod A. Dowling Catholic gets past Devonport West. No problems there, 35-0. to zero. Walking Northwest, a brand new score, a school in the state around two to three years they've been around. They get the win over Cedar Rapids Kennedy 9-0. to zero. So that sets up Dowling Catholic and Walking Northwest next week. It was Southeast Polk, the defending state, 5A state champion. They defeat Ames 49-3. That sets up their match next week in the round of eight against Cedar Rapids Prairie. As Prairie gets past Lenmar Marion 50-28. In Pod C, state runner-up from last year, Ankeny. They get past Sioux City East 17-0. That sets up a match with them and Johnston next week. Johnston in overtime. They defeat Iowa City City High 38-31. In regulation, Iowa City missed a 31-yard field goal. That sent them to overtime. In Pod B, it is Valley, a semifinalist from last year's Class 5A uh, quarter, or semifinals, excuse me. Valley gets past Pleasant Valley by a final score of 15 to 10. And uh, that sets up the matchup next week as Cedar Falls gets past Ankeny Centennial 14 to 10. So it'll be Cedar Falls taking on Valley. Uh, I think I've left us enough time to talk about some Dolphins at the end of the show. So, I, I, you know, if we can talk around eight minutes, I, I think we got it. So we'll get to do to, uh, some commercials. We have a our last interview of the night, uh, head coach of the Carroll Tigers, Craig Rowetter. We'll talk about him with Class 3A coming up here in a few moments on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. The Audubon Recreation Center is the board and bus your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities, including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, the south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 
or visit BrunerLegal.com. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. We strive to deliver excellent customer satisfaction in every department. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing you with all you need from an oil change in one of our quick lube express bays, service work done by world-class trained technicians, body work done in our state-of-the-art body shop, full vehicle detail, or come sit down with a member of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Small town values and handshakes. Choose Mackie Motors. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. MackieMotors.com. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to delicious. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt and Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt and Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit brunerlegal.com. When you buy from a local business, like one of the new auto group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the new auto group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. The Audubon Recreation Center is the board and bus your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, the south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. We are back on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. I am Nick Brinks chatting now with Carroll Tiger head coach Craig Rowetter as we discuss the 3A playoffs here tonight from around the state. Let's talk about all the scores first, and then we'll see what we've got to say about each of the matchups tonight. In pod A, Harlan picks up a dominant Home victory, 42-7 over MOC Floyd Valley. And Nevada over Sioux Center, 10-7. Nevada, the only road team to win in Class 3A tonight. Pod B, Mountain Vernon wins by a couple touchdowns over Central DeWitt, 23-9. Solon wins by 24. They take down West Delaware, 42-18. In Pod C, one of the few shutouts we saw tonight. Two in Class 3A, though. Humboldt over Hampton Dumont, 39 nothing. Independence by a field goal over Benton Community, 20-17. to ADM, another shutout here. They topped Grinnell, 56 nothing, And then North Polk upends Creston, 52-20 to there. So before we kind of go through and talk about each of those matchups just a little bit, Craig, anything stick out to you? I know Class 3A, that's where you guys played a couple or both of the schools from your district. 
lost tonight at Sioux Center and MOC Floyd Valley. There were a couple of dominant shutouts and then a couple games decided by a field goal. So any initial thoughts on how this round of 16 played out for Class 3A? Um, not a whole lot, really. They, uh, you know, it kind of went, as, as I looked through the, the list earlier today, it kind of shook out how I thought it might. I, uh, you know, I thought Sioux Center might have a, a chance. I mean, even though they're sitting at 5-4 and four on the year and uh, Nevada had a good record, they were 7-2. and two. Um you know, I thought Sioux Center might be physical enough, especially after Nevada sitting on a bus for three and a half hours. Um, I, they can actually complain more than us this year if, if they had to take that trip uh, that we did as well. But we were an hour closer. Um, but otherwise, a lot of it kind of, you know, fell into place um, like I thought it would. So in pod A there, Harlan 42-7 to over MOC Floyd Valley, the other team in your district. Obviously, Harlan at home going against anybody, probably going to be a buzzsaw, and they took care of business tonight. Yeah, Harlan, you know, I don't, I can't see a scenario unless they get a, a bout of food poisoning or something for a game where, um, you know, they're, they're looking to be the clear cut favorite. I did see it. I was glancing through uh, Twitter on there just to get some updates and you know it showed that MOC only had nine yards of offense at halftime. Um, I think Harlan had like 245 and you know an animal, MOC wasn't a offensive juggernaut by any means but they did have a, a really good um, you know solid physical defense but just when Harlan what they bring to the table you know with all their I think they got the number one um you know, passing touchdowns and they're number one and number three receivers, and um, that doesn't even count the running backs. So they, they they pretty much have it all uh, going on right now at Harlan. In Pod B, you'll have Mount Vernon and Solon squaring off next week. Mount Vernon wins over Central DeWitt twenty-three to nine, and Solon wins by three scores over West Delaware forty-two to eighteen. Thoughts on that pod and those finals tonight? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was, we don't see too much, um, anything east of I-35, I-35, but, you know, Solon's traditionally, um, you know, just a tough pro- program, successful program. Um, those, so those, Mount Vernon and Solon will play. Now they actually, uh, played back on September 2nd and Mount Vernon won that one by a field goal, 17 to 14. So that, that rematch <clears throat> will be interesting. You know, Mount Vernon has a pretty good passing attack. But both have good defenses. I think I looked, and Mount Vernon had four shutouts on the year, and uh, Solon had three. So that'll that'll be a, a tight, I'm guessing. Could come down to a field goal again in the rematch. For Pod C, Humboldt, not far up the road from us. They take down Hampton-Dumont tonight, 39 nothing, And the other field goal game tonight, Independence Tops Benton Community 20-17. to Humboldt seems like they're humming right along at the right time, and Independence wins a close one. Yeah, Humboldt had a, you know, I think that's a pretty good favorable draw um, for Humboldt tonight, and, and they took care of business like I, like I thought they might. But um, And again, they're, they're in that district, you know, where um, Humboldt, Nevada, uh, North Polk, they all, they all won, so they've had three teams. Three teams in, and they all were uh, victorious. But um, Humboldt's pretty well balanced. You know, they they're pretty good uh, running back, but then their defense is is really stout. And 
um, you know, Independence won a close one. They, I think it was it was thirteen to three at half over Benton, um, and then it was like twenty to three. So they Benton must have scored a couple late to make it um, close. But and again, Independence had you know they had three teams out of their district qualify. Um, the other two, Law, uh, Hampton and West Delaware, got beat tonight. But um, so both you know both teams came from strong districts. But I, I think Humboldt, you know, right now. If I had to put uh, anything down, I'd say, you know, Harlan and Humboldt are probably the two um, out of that one and probably Mount Vernon out of the And then in Pod D, the final pod, the two highest-scoring teams tonight get wins, ADM over Grinnell, 56 nothing, and North Polk, 52-20, to two teams that you guys didn't see in the football season, but you see them in every other sport. They're in the Raccoon River Conference. North Polk just joined a couple years ago. ADM, uh, you see ADM, you know, ten times a year across all sports. They get convincing wins tonight. Uh, what do you think about those two games uh, that went final earlier this evening? Uh, yeah, you know, ADM, we actually saw their JV team uh, this year, and they were impressive. Uh, but with the, with the districts and how that worked out, you know, we don't we don't see them in football. But um, And I think both of those, ADM and North Polk, um, even though they're conference schools, when we redistrict this spring, I'm pretty confident they'll be up to uh, 4A next season. But um, ADM's clicking, you know, they're – 56 nothing in a playoff game is pretty impressive. They got the one of the best running backs in the state. Um, he's a 200 meter dash, only a junior, uh, won the 200 meter dash and was runner runner up in the hundred at the state track meet last spring um, as a sophomore. So um, that kind of shows you what kind of weapons they got. And, uh, North Polk's kind of been, you know, they have a really good running back too. I think he's uh, last I looked, he's number three all purpose yards in 3A, um, and they have a pretty good kick returner group, but. Um, they actually played in a non-district game earlier in the year, and the ADM won that one 29-20. So, you know, I think the ground game will be important for ADM. Um, they had a lot of rushing yards against North Polk in that game, and um, I'd, I'd be surprised if ADM probably doesn't pull that one out. So if I have this correct, if you're predicting, you're thinking Harlan, Mount Vernon, or I guess – did you say Mount Vernon over Solon was a prediction? Yeah, I think Mount Vernon. Well, it'll be tight. You know, Mount Vernon won by a field goal early in the year, but they, I think overall they have a little bit more offensive firepower. So you're maybe thinking a Final Four of Harlan, Mount Vernon, Humboldt, ADM, it sounds like. That's probably where I'd, yeah, that's probably what I would put down. Okay, so Harlan, Nevada, that'll be a matchup next week. Mount Vernon and Solon, that'll be a rematch. Humboldt, Independence, and then ADM and North Polk will be the final uh, pairing to try to determine who gets to head to Cedar Falls here in a couple weeks. Uh, Coach, what time is that alarm clock going off in the morning? I know you are one of many, many people excited uh, for pheasant season to start tomorrow. Oh, I'm not going too far away, so it's, it's probably only going to be about 6 or 7. It won't. <laughs> I don't have to go across the state, so uh, it'll be fun. I'd, I'd rather be prepping for uh, playoff football, but... Uh, opening season isn't a bad consolation prize. Well, there you go. Coach, I appreciate your time here tonight and uh, all the interviews that I was able to grab with you throughout the season, all the times you talked with us, uh, not only here on the scoreboard show, but on the coaches show in the morning. Uh, with this, all of our area football teams have now wrapped up their season, and we do thank you so much for all the time you spent with us here this season. 
Yeah, you bet, Nick. And hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll have some good news with the Dolphins coming up. So if they can keep it rolling and stay healthy, and we can chat about that too. <laughs> I always enjoyed my Craig Rowetter chats about the Dolphins. We had some uh, really good ones early in the season. The last month, not as much, but uh, hopefully they're back on their winning ways. <laughs> yeah, well, stay tuned, I guess. But we, you know, and again, we appreciate all the coverage we get and um, all the extra time you guys put in. So. Um, appreciate it and looking forward to next year and go Tigers. Get some birds in the morning. You bet. <laughs> Coach Rowetter of the Carroll Tigers chatting about 3A as the round of eight is ready for next week. This week! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweets says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. When you buy from a local business, like one of the new Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the new Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to delicious. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. We're back! It's the New Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and on KICK 106.7. It's Tyler Bruner and the man with the plan, Nick Brings, joining us here on this Friday night. Special playoff edition of the show tonight. Uh, Nick, had a lot of fun tonight. Do apologize for not getting out here early enough. We had a lot of fun, though, tonight. We did. Almost as fun as the Philadelphia Phillies. They Woo-hoo. take Game 1 of the World Series, 6-5. to five. In extras, they went 10 innings tonight, so... Wow. Uh, If you're a baseball fan, you know that. If you're not a baseball fan, you don't care, (laughs) but we'll pass it along anyway. 
Uh, Nick, we're getting to the end of the show. Uh, if individuals, if you guys want a uh, second look or another look at the scores from tonight, we're typing up all the scores. We'll get that posted with our statewide scoreboard post uh, coming up here in just a few moments on our website, sports.1380kcim.com, also available on the CB Sports Network mobile app. Uh, part one of our finale here tonight, uh, Nick, let's talk a little bit about Next week, it's the round of eight. It's the game to go to state. A lot of fun games uh, to watch out for. Uh, where do we want to start? We'll start from the top. We'll just work our way down. Okay, we'll go five to a. Class 5A yep. quarterfinals next Friday night. And in all classes, 6-4 and four is the worst record still alive. Mm-hmm. And there are two of them in Class 5A. There are some 7-3 and three teams in other classes. But here's where things stand in 5A. You've got 6-4, and four, Waukee Northwest at Dowling Catholic. They do not play at their home stadium. They share with West Des Moines Valley, but they will be playing at Williams Stadium. And then they'll have Prairie of Cedar Rapids, 7-3 and three on the year at 9-1 and one Southeast Polk. Another 5A matchup, 7-3 and three Johnston at 9-1 and one Ankeny. What a road trip there. <laughs> and then West Des Moines Valley is at... Cedar Falls, West Des Moines Valley six and four. Cedar Falls eight and two. Kind of interesting. Yep. West Des Moines Valley on the road. Dowling Catholic shares a stadium with West Des Moines Valley. Does not get to use the stadium. <laughs> exactly. We were, down, we were at Valley Stadium for that eight man yep. game to start the year. Fun, uh, great people there. But uh, Dowling does not get to play at their quote unquote home field. Yep. Uh, for next Friday, but that's Class Five A. Yeah, and moving on to Class 4A, some interesting matchups. Three undefeated 10-0 teams playing next week in the round of eight. Chance to go to the Dome. We'll start in Pod A. It is Indianola 7-3 at Xavier of Cedar Rapids. They are 10-0 going into that game. Pod B, North Scott 8-2. We'll go to Waverly Shell Rock. They're 10-0 as well. Pod C, Glenwood 7-3. We'll go to Lewis Central 10-0. And uh, pretty exciting matchup in my opinion. Probably the one of the uh, of that Class 4A uh, round of eight. Pod D, Carlisle, 9-1 and one against 9-1. and one. Uh, Iowa City Liberty, Carlisle will go to Iowa City there. 10-0 um, teams, dominance all across 4A, but there'll be some exciting matchups there. At least on paper, I like that the undefeated teams get to play the 2-3 and three loss teams. Yes. And then you've got the 9-1 and one team hosting the 9 and 1 team. I I it's a, it's never fun when you see like 10 and 0 facing off against 9 and 1 and then there's an 8 and 2 team hosting a 6 and 4 team or something like right. that. So I like I like how that bracket played out. Absolutely. Uh, we go to class 3A Harlan Community at 9 and 1 gets to host 8 and 2 Nevada. 8 and 2 Solon will be at undefeated Mount Vernon 10 and 0. Independence 10 and 1 at 9 and 1 Humboldt and the final 3A matchup a couple teams in the Raccoon River Conference. Obviously, it doesn't matter for football, but <laughs> nine and one ADM hosting eight and two North Polk. Interesting to see there that a ten and one team's at a nine and one team, but you know that's just how it kind of shakes down there when you get to the playoffs and everything. Uh, Class two A, we'll move on to them in Pod A, an undefeated team in Central Lion George Little Rock. They'll be hosting West Lion Inwood eight and two in Pod B. OABCIG nine and one will travel to Spirit Lake, who is ten and zero in Pod C. Waller Catholic Dubuque big upset win here tonight at eight and two. They'll be hosting Crestwood Cresco, who is seven and three and in pod d the final undefeated team in class 2a williamsburg they will be hosting centerville eight and two of all the classes one of the games i'm most excited for next friday 
Spirit Lake, uh, Spirit Lake hosting OABCIG ten and O nine and one. Just seems like a fun game that yeah. I'll be I'll be tuned in for. Absolutely. Class one A, a rematch of a district game. West Sioux nine and one hosting eight and two Western Christian. Western Christian had to drive all the way to Eastern Iowa tonight. <laughs> they got to drive a little west or and a little south to West Sioux to Haywarden next Friday. Uh, MFL Marmac nine and one at ten and O West Branch. Sigourney Kyoto eight and two at nine and one Van Meter and undefeated Underwood hosting nine and one Pella Christian two undefeated teams remaining in Class One A. Yeah, Sigourney Kyoto gets a little bit of a drive over to Des Moines. That's about a two-ish hour drive for them, so not a bad draw for them. That was a team I remember covering just for the few moments I was over in uh, Eastern Iowa. Moving over to Class A, uh, we see in Pod A, it's Hartley Melvin Sun- Sanborn. Excuse me. They'll travel to 10 and 0 Woodbury Central. HMS is 8 and 2. Uh, Pod B, West Hancock, 10 and 0. They will host Northland, who's 9 and 1. And Pod C, East Buchanan will travel to Grundy Center. East Buchanan's 9 and 1. Grundy Center undefeated at 10 and 0. Pod D, it is 10 and 0. HSTW Avoca. They travel to Linville Sully, who was also. 10 and 0. Nick, five undefeated teams in Class A. That is outstanding. And you just knew somebody was going to draw the short stick, <laughs> and it happens to be AHSTW. Undefeated, yep. and you have to go on the road to get to the Dome. That yep. just feels like something that shouldn't happen, but again, it had to it because to. you're both undefeated, and you've yep. got five out of eight that are left. But that tells you <laughs> that tells me that Class A field yep. uh, is stacked. Absolutely. And now we go to eight player to wrap things up. Our final four matchups for next Friday night. We'll have 28 games total. We had 56 tonight. We've been whittled down now to 56 teams total. GTRA, they will travel to Remsen St. Mary's, 9-1 GTRA at undefeated, 10-0 St. Mary's of Remsen. 8-2 Fremont Mills gets to go to undefeated, 10-0 Lennox. Pair of 9-1 teams... Newell Fonda gets to host next week. They were on the road tonight. Both of these teams won on the road. They'll host 9-1 and Gladbrook-Rhinebeck. And the final matchup next week coming in 8-man, Waco undefeated at 11-0. They get Montezuma. They'll come to town 9-2. and Judging by everything we've just looked at, Waco has 11 wins this year. So yep. uh, they've played more games than everybody in the state that's still left. They played that extra uh, week game week zero. Mm-hmm. So eleven and zero Waco gets nine and two Montezuma in town. And we'll post all of those uh, pairings with our scoreboard post here in just a few moments on our website again sports. thirteen eighty kcim. dot com. We're going to take one final break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show because this is the last one for the season. Uh, so we'll be right back here in a few moments on. KCIM and Kick 106.7. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student-athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. 
Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. Since 1968, Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. We strive to deliver excellent customer satisfaction in every department. Mackey Motors is a full-service dealership providing you with all you need from an oil change in one of our Quick Lube Express Bays, service work done by world-class trained technicians, body work done in our state-of-the-art body shop, full vehicle detail, or come sit down with a member of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Small town values and handshakes. Choose Mackey Motors. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. MackieMotors.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dead. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luke, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student-athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student-athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. Since 1968, Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. We strive to deliver excellent customer satisfaction in every department. Mackey Motors is a full-service dealership providing you with all you need from an oil change in one of our Quick Lube Express Bays, service work done by world-class trained technicians, body work done in our state-of-the-art body shop, full vehicle detail, or come sit down with a member of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Small town values and handshakes. Choose Mackey Motors. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. MackieMotors.com. Welcome back one final time to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, Carroll, and on KIKD, Lake City, Carroll. It's Tyler Bruner and Nick Brinks to wrap up the season. I didn't think we were going to have the honors of doing this, but uh, they left us with the A-team. This year, and I'll tell you what, I, I think there's no better duo to wrap up the, the show for the season. Yeah, uh, I'm obviously <laughs> used to being out in the field on Friday nights, but yep. uh, just one local game tonight, so I'm here with you. Had a blast, and looking forward to next football season. When's it, uh, you know, we got what, uh, 42 weeks? It's something like that, yeah, just a you know, little, <laughs> little less than a year, but you know what, uh, exciting time. Uh, before we get too far here in our closing, we want to thank our sponsors for allowing us to even be here in the first place. Uh, that includes Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton, Culver's, Next Generation Chiropractic, DMAC, uh, Pepsi, Gatorade, Carroll Bottling Company, Mackie Motors, Stein Seeds, Roselle Mutual, the Audubon Rec Center, and of course our main sponsor, the, the whole show is named after them, but Newway Auto Group and Coon, uh, Newway Auto Group, uh, just great sponsors have allowed us to be here late on a Friday night talking a bunch of football, um, but it's it's been a blast, I'm glad that I've had the honor of, uh, I'm glad that Jeff's trusted us 
with the microphones tonight. Jeff, if you're listening, thank you. Uh, I'm not going to get out of here early. I'm sorry. I, I'm going to pull a Nathan tonight. <laughs> but, uh, Nick, let's just talk a little bit about, I know it's kind of off the cuff a little bit, but Kemper Volleyball is going to be at the state tournament. Congratulations again to Coach Rusty Wintermote and the Kemper girls for winning and getting two states. Um, heck of a team they got this year. Oh, yeah. They're, it does not matter the year. They're always going to be a contender to get to state. And hopefully they can uh, make a push here. I think they go in as the eight seed, so obviously yep. they get the one seed this week. Dyke New Hartford, you said Tuesday they play? Yep, I am just uh, confirming that. I believe that is Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Well, best uh, of luck to them. Kemper was our yep. last football team remaining. No longer, but now it's down to Kemper Volleyball. Yep. And then you've got... Cross country tomorrow yes. and swimming still almost ready to wrap up. As yeah, well. yeah, we got cross country tomorrow. Marie Day, uh, Ryan North, and Jacob Graving are our three individuals for the Kemper cross country team who are running. I'm going to be up bright and early tomorrow morning at seven o'clock. Going up to Fort Dodge, we'll have interviews on our website sports.1380kcim.com, so you can check those out. Uh, sometime tomorrow morning, we'll see when we get them up. Just because uh, you get the cross country for state, there's a lot of people pulling on those. So it might be a little bit later for those interviews. Um, yeah, so we'll have them this weekend. We'll have uh, Kemper Volleyball on Tuesday and then State Swimming, I think it's next week if memory serves me correctly. Um, they'll be they'll be competing. I think there's a, maybe one or two girls there from the Carroll team that are looking to uh, get down to State once again. Um, but yeah, then, then there's fall season and now we're into the winter season. So it's hard to believe how quick it's gone by, but it's been it's been a blast. I know when one sports season wraps up for me. I don't I don't do all the behind the scenes stuff that you guys do. You guys are you know, you're interviewing and taking <laughs> videos of all the all the sports, not just the ones that we're covering on the radio. I get to come in. I get I've got the fun job. I just yeah. go out and I call games on the radio and you guys are the real professionals doing all the <laughs> other stuff. But whenever I do my last broadcast, whether I guess this this past week I did my last volleyball yep. game and my last football season or my last football game of the season immediately I start thinking, all right, Jeff, where's that basketball schedule? I want to see where you're sending me this year. I, I know where you're sending me because living in Ames, I get all of Carroll's road games, which works out really well. You've got Carroll Broadcasting East, my home, and so I, I enjoy getting uh, getting those Carroll road trips and then mixing it in with games all over. But I, I just, after the season, I always like to reflect what was my – favorite moment from the season you know were there any close games or, or anything like that um some of the best games of the season that i saw i saw a lot of kemper and carroll blowout wins yeah, absolutely uh, i saw two two blowout carroll wins two blowout kemper wins carroll losing a heartbreaker at helen uh but i think the two games of the season that i saw were glidden ralston and coon rapids bear that eight-man game that you ran video for yep. at west des moines valley Coon Rapids Baird won that game. It was close all the way to the end. I think, unfortunately, Coon got disqualified or they had to forfeit due to some some issues. Yep. Um, but it was a great game, fun to be there, fun atmosphere. And then the following week, IKM Manning almost uh, pulls off an upset at home over Westwood. Yep. That was a, a great game for all four quarters. And then, yeah, after a couple of fun games the first couple weeks, got some blowouts in there, but mm -hmm. it was really nice to see Carroll just you know, hit you in the mouth. Down at yeah. Council Bluffs, Thomas Jefferson, Kemper, I got them a couple road games when they, they beat up on NBAOCOU and West Monona. And uh, that might have been the most points I've ever seen in a first quarter of a game I saw when Kemper was up 35 nothing in like eight minutes at West Monona. 
But uh, what a great team they had. It's unfortunately yep. it's unfortunate they had to lose tonight. I will not. I will beat that dead horse. I <laughs> wish they didn't have to play West Sioux this early, but they did, and the season's over. But what a great season for yeah. for the, those folks. And um, it's always sad when when this day comes. Yeah. The season's over now, and we start turning. At least I do start turning my attention to basketball. Yep, absolutely. We're going to do the same here at Carroll Broadcasting with me, Jeff, and everyone else who helps out with basketball. We now kind of almost turn our attention to there. We still have some of the teams here in the fall season getting ready for that. But, uh, uh, Nick, it's been fun. It's been a long night. Uh, tell your wife I'm sorry for keeping you with us long. Uh, <laughs> I know it's already 12.05, but uh, honestly, Nick, it's been fun to have you here on the show to kind of close out the season. And, uh Hopefully it's not the last time we get to do this as a duo. It was fun. Jeff, he asked if I would be interested, and I'm here. So I could have said no could have. if I really wanted to, but <laughs> I, I didn't want to say no. So I'm here, and now I'll head back to Ames, and yep. then we'll... We'll have a good weekend. Absolutely. Well, uh, also, thanks to the five coaches we have or had here on the show tonight, giving us their expertise on all of the games. And, of course, the head coach, Ryan Steinkamp, had that interview live. We'll have him on the MC's Country, uh, MC Country's Cafe Coaches Show coming up on Saturday morning. Uh, and thanks to you for listening for his hilarious ramble up until 12.05 at night. Uh, Nick, any last thoughts before we close out the show? Go Dolphins. Go Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> well, for Nick Brinks, for Tyler Bruner, want to thank you so much for joining us here at the New Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Uh, Jeff will have you in the morning for the MC's Country Cafe Coaches Show, so we'll see you then, and have a great night and an even better weekend. When you need to know, KCIM is the place to listen. On 1380 AM and 95.1 FM, this is KCIM Carol.